Welcome back to another Quick Hits Conversation. I thank all of you for joining me today. Our topic today is one that is of personal interest to me because I don't have a good answer for it either. And that is, how do you know the difference between the fear that you have to get over to move forward and the fear you need to listen to because it's trying to keep you from doing something stupid? And I know, David, you had a response to it that I thought was kind of funny. So I'd love to for you to start us off. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I've read the question and reread the question. Uh, I've understood the question, but articulating a good answer has proven beyond me, if I'm honest. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, to listening to uh, my, my academic friends uh, today on how to articulate a decent answer. I mean, you know, we're all get to grown-ups and you know the difference between, you know, a, a fear which is illogical compared to, a, a, you know, a fear um, or respect, if you like. I mean, and the other thing, is the, this sort of question, uh, it, it makes you think, what's my, what's my answer? Not mm -hmm. what should we say as people, as grown-ups, as adults? Um, and immediately, you know, I, I started to think about things that I've overcome. And that's, that's the typical salesman in me, you know. Well, let's mm -hmm. talk about me and what I've overcome. And that's, <laughs> I don't know whether that's what everyone wants to hear today. It's a really good question. And I don't have a very academic answer. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys have got to say. All right, Jim, you had a, you had a sure. response because in the financial world, you deal with this a lot. Yeah, I run into this all the time. And, you know, sometimes it's useful to frame these things in terms of risk versus reward, right? What's the potential upside of doing things versus what's the potential downside? And then you try to estimate the risk of each or the likelihood of each. And, you know, sometimes fear is self-preservational. Sometimes it's rational. Sometimes it's not. Now, personally, I believe in making mistakes. I think that we learn from them. Mm -hmm. But the key is to make your mistakes survivable, right? Mm. If you make a mistake, if you take a risk, you want to be able to walk away from it. If you don't think you're going to be able to walk away, if things don't work out, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Mm. Wayne, what do you think? Yeah, I had similar thoughts to Jim on that in that that initial thought was, yeah, it, a lot of it depends on risk score. I mean, how big of an issue are we facing? That definitely gives me a chunk of how real is that fear? Is it actually something I should be listening to? How badly can I hurt myself? Yeah, I'll listen. Um, I, you know, and as David said, I very much went to the personal. I'm like, yeah. I get to a cliff edge and some people are over there peering over and I'm like, mm -mm, I'm sitting down to look over that edge because I know that the risk of me getting a little bit of vertigo is there's a, you know, pretty likely and the payoff is very negative. So mm. that was one direction. The other piece that came up for me is that recognizing one of those pieces I've taken from the NLP side is that everything has a positive intent behind it. And so recognizing that even if there is that, I'm just afraid because, you know, it's something that feels like it's just holding me back. I'm going to take that time to dig a little and say, okay, but what is it really, what, what is the benefit to me of having this fear? Mm. What is the benefit of listening to this voice, if nothing else? Whether I do anything with it or not is a whole nother question, but I'm not going to just ignore it. I've had enough disasters doing that. <laughs> so I have a good example in my business. Early on in my business, I um, went and I wanted to hire a marketer and a PR person to help me grow my business. 
and I talked to somebody and looking back, I can tell you super slick salesman, totally snowballed me. And my subconscious, like that part of your brain that's like, this isn't a good idea, don't do this, isn't it? Don't, you know, don't go here, was screaming at me. And I decided, you know what, this is just my fear of being a new business owner and not wanting to, and it was a big chunk of change for me. It was $20,000, was a lot of money. And I, I decided, you know what, I'm just, you know, I'm going to walk through this fear. fear, you know, success is on the other side of fear. And I did it and it was dumb. I shouldn't have done that. And so I feel like for me, I can only tell the difference between fear I should have listened to and not done, not talking about physical, I'm talking about business and fear I need to get through after I've already done it. And at that point, it's a little late. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes you have to ask yourself how a future version of yourself would react to this decision. Right? Well, that depends on outcome, right? It kind of depends on outcome, but you know, sometimes it's good to tune into that and see mm. what kind of conversations you'll have with yourself in the future. Hmm. While I have mixed feelings about Tim Ferriss as a whole, he has this great exercise called fear setting, where he makes you analyze the fear. What is the worst case scenario? How likely is that to happen? And what one thing can you do to minimize that risk, to reduce that risk? It doesn't even matter scale or scope. It's just what can you do to give yourself that little bit of control over that fear? If you really, truly can't come up with anything, yeah, that sounds like a good thing to avoid because, you know, there, there's no way to minimize that risk. Mm. There's no way to reduce it even. Uh, no, that does not sound like a good thing to walk into. <laughs> hmm. I, I also find it interesting that sometimes there's a very gray line between like the physiological response of fear and enthusiasm. Like panic will get your heart rate going up. You'll be staying up at night. You'll be walking circles around the neighborhood. But the same thing is with excitement too. You know, you're not going to be able to sleep. You'll be having lots of thoughts. You'll have a lot of physical energy. So sometimes you might be feeling one, but you could be feeling a little bit of the other too. All of yeah, I've, I've done that with clients. You know, try to make it more about excitement, but that doesn't help you if you it's something you shouldn't be doing anyway. <laughs> Oh, correct. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes there is self-preservation and you have to listen to that. Yeah, yeah. So David, you've heard, heard from your academic friends, as you put it. What are your thoughts now? Yeah, I mean, I think that, that you've just articulated it, all the thoughts that were in my head. Um, I can't help but think about things personally. I'm sure we, we all approach life, especially, you know, uh, Jim was talking about the financial sort of things you know mm -hmm. uh, that's his background you know and if you look at something that's happening in the world right now i don't understand bitcoin you know but if i was about to invest i'd ring jim and say what do you think and he'd say well you want to invest at the top up to you or, or or whatever but so these things are going on in our minds all the time and i i think we get to the stage in our lives today having learned along the way you said mm -hmm. um robin about you know your experience where someone probably said things like you know you've got to speculate to accumulate you know you've got to spend this money you'll get a massive return on your investment and, and that's, that's a good one thank you for that, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know it's 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 difficult but but i suppose we have a personality by the time we get to our ages oh no he froze hate mm. it when that happens in the middle of a recording that's inconvenient <laughs> it does i know but we can keep going that's all right 
So Wayne, what do you think? Yeah, I think that there are, I think David's back. I also <laughs> think that, that, that slicing of, like you said, going out into the future, looking at the different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Am I okay, going back to Jim's point, if this goes pear-shaped? Uh, am I still going to be okay with that? Am, am I going to mentally be okay, not just financially, physically, but go, yeah, if I make this decision and it turns out this way, oh, I'm going to be unhappy with myself. Mm-hmm. If I go the other way, I'm not real keen, but I'm more neutral. So maybe it turns into a negative versus neutral versus a super happy versus super unhappy. I've actually done that with clients where I've sat down and said, okay, if you make this decision and that happens, how do you feel? If you make this decision and that happens, how do you feel? And one of them is usually like, that would be the end of the world. I'm like, well, then don't do that one. Yeah. <laughs> a different one. But I don't think, I think. You know, we're, we're coming up against our time, but I don't think there's a really good answer. Like, this is how you tell the difference between these two different kinds of fear. There's a, a lot of analysis. And sometimes you just have to make a $20,000 mistake and look back at it and go, that was dumb. And your subconscious goes, that was dumb. And you're like, yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> but you, and you still have to do it. Like, you make the mistake again because you have to be willing to try. You know, if you, if, even if you're on the right track, if you just sit there, you're going to get run over by the train. You, you had to do something. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, you know, to the point, do your analysis, do your background stuff, figure it out, but then make a choice. And then if it doesn't work out, make a different choice. As long as it's survivable, don't jump out of airplanes without parachutes. Recognizing that sometimes the right choice is to not take an action. Right. Well, thank you so much to all three of you for joining me. I really appreciate it. I love it when people share their thoughts. Stimulating conversations make my day. So thanks so much. We'll do it again soon. Wonderful. Thank you.